Hello, welcome to Mercurial. I am Amy Tukoski, your host, a proud bisexual woman, happy pride, an esthetician, mom, and newly obsessed with brush pens. More on that later. Today's guest is Amy Williams, a ceramic artist in Atlanta. Um, you may know her by her handle, Amy Y'all. She's truly wonderful. I really love talking to her. And spoiler alert, she may have inspired my newest fixation. So stay tuned after the interview to hear all about that. Um, and that's pretty much all I got for you. I'm excited for you to hear our conversation. So without further ado, here is Amy Williams. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I like that you're in your closet right now. Literally, there is just no <laughs> record a podcast in my home except for this tiny closet. I totally get it. Yeah, we've just got to make the magic happen <laughs> where we can. So, um, hooray! Welcome, Amy. Look at us, two Amys. I know. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> Look at us. Um, thank you for being a, a guest on my podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I will stop drinking my coffee so it's people with me so or whatever it is don't freak out on you oh those people are fucked i make all these <laughs> weird noises during this podcast and i say um way too many times and i'm just sorry for you guys Same. this will not be the show for you um yeah well i'm excited to talk to you i was doing a little bit of research last night obviously like i follow you on social media and all that good stuff but um I was trying to dig in and, and figure out exactly the scope of what you do because mm -hmm. you're a ceramic artist. Obviously I've seen your mugs. I know they're on Poshmark now, which is very exciting. Stuff. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're a rock star. Um, so I guess I was trying to understand the scope because when I was looking through your, your socials and stuff like that, you know, obviously you, you do the, the artwork on the outside of all the ceramics that you sell. And I was kind of confused. Actually, I was like, do you, make all of them but then i saw you had a wholesaler so i'm like do you design them and they make them can you kind of like walk me through the process a little bit totally yeah i design the bisque so bisque is a ceramic term that means it is pottery that's been fired once mm -hmm. and is ready to be glazed so i designed the the piece of bisque and it's like manufactured <clears throat> and sent to me and i do like the surface decorating on it oh okay cool yeah. um do you design it like um like do you draw it do you do you actually work with a piece of clay like how does it, that work it depends on what it is and how complicated it is um mm -hmm. but mostly i'm designing it all in procreate i have a a good relationship with a company that sources it uh, the manufacturing of everything and it actually is like sent to pottery studios all over the world like mm -hmm. so you could essentially if you wanted to go into one of these studios and like glaze a piece that i have designed that is so cool i know it's very fun it's it's been like an interesting part of my job i never expected to do um and like learning about royalties and <laughs> negotiating yeah. and stuff like that like it is uh interesting but yeah i used to do a lot of it myself like hand building and all that stuff but it just is coming down to like the price of it yeah. all like you can't I want to stay at an affordable price point. And if I were to build everything that I'm doing or throw everything that I'm doing and then also do the surface design on it, we're talking like a $300 mug. Right. And literally nobody wants that. So yeah. it's been interesting um, to like kind of like decide that that's how I want to do it. You know what I mean? Like I, it, sometimes it makes me feel like a little bit lesser than um which is like an insecurity of mine that's creeping out like there have been plenty of you know traditional ceramicists that are like well what you're doing is not real and it's oh, like okay uh, <laughs> like, well, <all> right, <laughs> i mean to me it seems like this is a more sustainable way of doing business totally. um for you and for your client like you said it's it's affordable your work reaches more people you're still designing the thing it's it's not like you aren't working with the material ever totally. like yeah. i can see like i think there's this um it, across every industry whether it's work or something you love or if you're lucky a combination of both i think there's this tendency to have a bit of imposter syndrome especially mm -hmm. people on social media you know for me as an esthetician 
I really love what I do, but there's a lot of things I can't do because I don't have a medical director. And so when I see estheticians that are getting to do things like microneedling and work lasers, I feel really insecure about what I do. But, you know, I think it's about finding the practice that works for you, for your clientele. And I think there's a niche for everybody. And honestly, I think this is just good business. Like it's really smart. If you're going to make a living at what you do and not charge people crazy amounts of money. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. And hearing that you have like insecurity around, you know, parts of your industry too, like helps me. I I don't, every time I go to talk about some like feeling this way, I'm like, stop talking, stop talking. Like you don't need to tell people you feel that way, but I think it does help, you know, it it makes me like kind of confront it a little head on. Anyway, I didn't expect I was going to say that, but yes, thank you for (laughs) That's right. We're just we're getting right down to the juice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's important to talk about that stuff because social media, like obviously you have a, a beautiful, like joyous social media presence. I love looking at your stuff. Um, and I think that it can be good for people to see the the human aspect of, you know, the people that they follow every day, because obviously everything looks great on social media. And I know I'm not saying anything that a million people haven't said before, but you know, the thought remains the same. It's like, it's still true. We all need to know. And everybody has imposter syndrome. It's just kind of the world that we live in. Can't avoid it. Isn't that crazy? I'm so tired of it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what do we do to get past this? I guess right. we keep having conversations like this. True. Um, so I, the majority or not the majority, but there's like a large portion of your business um, that's like outsourcing your work to other pottery studios. Like they buy it and mm-hmm. they do designs of their own. Is that right? Yeah, or customers come in and paint their own. Like it's it's the paint your own pottery industry. So you can go in and like bring your kid and or like bring your friends and stuff, and you can glaze a pot that's already been fired once, so that it's like all, all the hard work is done for you, basically. Yeah, um, and it's cool. Yeah, I I started in this industry like fifteen years ago, and I was just like working in a shop and. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then they were like, we don't need you anymore. Goodbye after a decade, which was like um, brutal, soul crushing for me because I'd like wrapped my entire personality up into that job. Um, and that's when I broke away on my own and was like, how can I stay in this place where I've like built my name, you know, up pretty well. And uh, this is kind of how I've landed on it. I do a lot of teaching and like I go to conferences and stuff and and teach shop owners like different painting techniques and I work with like glaze companies and I, I like uh, work with their materials and like promote them and stuff. So it's been really cool. I, you know, when people are like, I don't exactly know what your job is. I'm like, it's okay. It's, it is very weird. Like there are many different hats being worn um, and that can be fun. But also my parents are like, what do you do again? Like, well, like I leave tomorrow for a, a business trip. I'm like going and doing some trainings and my dad's like, okay, but who's paying you to go like you own your own business right but like who's paying you and i'm like oh okay you know it, it is confusing but but you know that i mean i think uh that's you just summed up like millennial work culture totally, <laughs> it's like totally it's like i i mean i know pl- i actually you know a lot of my clients all you know work in corporate america and whatever and i feel like those are kind of the choices right you can be in corporate america maybe you have a work from home job um thanks to the pandemic and if so god bless you i hope that you're able to maintain <laughs> that and then for everybody else it's just like okay we're kind of piecemealing everything together totally. to try and do something that we love or that's creative yeah. or that feels more fulfilling or sustainable for us in our lifestyle so makes total sense to me yeah uh, um well that's cool so as far as i think i've seen you posting some stuff recently about changes to the kind of offerings that you have um you're doing like training camps for like branding is that right yeah i do a lot of like branding and social media workshops to like teach people how to do it um at a very like organic (laughs) grassroots kind of way Mm -hmm. um and then i do like i said work with the paint your own pottery industry like i provide materials for them like it's essentially I, i i create like lesson plans for people that's like the most simple way to put it so that way if they want to host like an event in their store they don't have to like sit down and research like what's trending and then make a design and then paint a sample and all that stuff so i provide um material like that for them and then yeah i i've been in this space of like 
this year, pretty shortly, I'll hit my thousandth rainbow mug. Like that's kind of what I'm known for, you know, in the a different part of my work. I do like these rainbow mugs. They're just mugs with rainbows on it and they have blown up and they're crazy and everyone's obsessed with them. And I'm extremely thankful because it has afforded me like a lot of <laughs> freedom and, and wiggle room in my business. But, you know, I'm going to hit a thousand soon uh, in the last I and I just started them three years ago so that's like wow. a lot of mugs and yeah. I've like done every one of those mugs and so I feel I'm in a space of like what's next you know what mm -hmm. I mean like I'm I'm having that like three year like what does it all mean yeah like totally. where do I want to go and that's been something I've been trying to like not push you know, like I'm trying not to put a lot of pressure on like figure it out and figure it out now. Um, but you know, like rents do and and things ha cost money, and so it's it's a weird space. Like I definitely feel like I'm in like a growing mm. era right now. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know what's going on astrologically, but I I feel like that's something that I've noticed for myself as well. Like my you know my business partner and I are kind of in a place where we're trying to like grow and expand but you know going through the pandemic was really hard and yeah i think it's important to recalibrate and kind of look and go like is this is this still what i want or am i just pushing myself to grind things out because i'm making money and trying to find a balance between those two things but it is hard i'm kind of the same way where i'm like i'm i feel like i'm stuck in the like whatever the um never ending story like the swamp of sadness or something i'm just yeah. kind of stuck in the mud and i'm trying to rush through but um, really all you can do is just kind of slowly day by day. Yeah. Do the like, work. I started my business in the pandemic. Like I didn't have the traditional, like, oh, I've watched four movies today kind of pandemic. You know, I was like working so, so much. And I did that for a couple of years and like, I can't do it anymore. And so it's been really difficult to like, see how productive I used to be, but also I didn't have any work-life balance. I was like working from the second I woke up to when I went to bed. And I, I just like, I miss the level of productivity and the motivation I had, but I'm not willing to like give up the balance that I've learned. And I have to suffer the like consequences of that, you know? And like, sometimes it's like, you know, less money, but I'm happier in some ways, but then stressed in other ways. Like business owner life is, wild and every there, day i'm like why are we doing this again i know i know god because i cannot imagine going back to work yeah, with somebody else sounds like a, a nightmare i mean you know it sounds like you had a pretty harsh uh like shove out from yes. your your previous employer and for me i mean i've worked in the beauty industry for 12 fucking years mm. so you can only imagine the absolute interesting characters that i have worked for totally. and, and so, how things change i would imagine like yeah, I feel 100%. Like, you know, the services and stuff say the same, but like, yeah, it seems like you're always kind of like learning something new and yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it, with business owner life, I totally get it. It's like there is no rest. There's like, even when you're not working, you're a little bit thinking about work. Yes. And with social media and everything, there's just kind of a constant influx of like, you know, new things to consider and for us it's appointment booking it's you know mm -hmm. oh somebody canceled all their appointments for the next couple months what happened are they right. okay right. and like um kelly my business partner and i have actually developed like a like a code word because we'll without thinking we'll text each other at like nine or ten o'clock at night about something work related and if somebody just sends back a blueberry emoji it's like it's like not, not now we're not talking about it right now it's like a yeah. gentle like Love yo, that. yo it's 10 p.m we're not yeah. talking about it and i'm just as guilty of it um and i think it's just common with business owner life it's, yeah. it's hard to avoid because it's your i mean it's everything it's your livelihood it's hopefully your passion so yeah for sure yeah it's it's brutal um well that's cool so do you have any ideas like moving forward i know you said you're kind of in this place where you're like trying not to fixate too much but do you have anything that's inspiring you do you have like any little little tidbits that are like breadcrumbing you away from the swamp of sadness <laughs> <laughs> i um i spend a lot of time and money at creature salon so oh, here yeah. in atlanta that's where i get my hair done and last time i was there jen the owner was like we're gonna do this like pride market they're a part of this new 
I don't exactly remember what it is, but they are providing like gender affirming haircuts, like free cool. haircuts for people. And they were like, you know, we also want to do like a little market. And I've had like a really bad few experiences with markets, like not necessarily in Atlanta, but they're a ton of work and you're just like not sure if people are going to buy anything. And it, I've been like, no, no markets, but mm -hmm. I'm kind of like in my year of like soft yeses, like hesitant yeses. So I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I was like, I, I love y'all and I'm, I'm happy to just like be here for a weekend. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, like, I'm not going to be too bummed about it but that like even one tiny change of pace has been like cool like I feel you know like a little bit more excited to show up and like make some new stuff and not worry like because I have this product these rainbow mugs that sell out in 30 seconds and they're like the demand is crazy high it makes me really hesitant to try something new because mm -hmm. I'm like well what if it doesn't sell and I can't afford to spend the time to like, you know, product design, like research and develop something that might not work. Yeah. And so it's giving me a little bit more permission to play, like, mm. you know, because like, I'm just counting this as like, we'll see, you know, like if it works great, but yeah, that's coming up and I'm excited for that. Um, honestly, I've been doing like a ton of traveling for work and Tomorrow's like my last trip until August and I'm like, cool. And just chill. <laughs> I just want to like rest. And yeah. so that is also like giving me some excitement. And I really thrive with a routine and I haven't had a routine this year yet because everything's just been kind of crazy. So I'm looking forward to like figuring that out, you know, which is funny because it's like fucking June almost. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to a routine. <laughs> I, I really feel the same way. Like, I feel like something with this year, like, it, it, again, we could go back to astrology, but it didn't really kick into gear until like March-ish. Um, and so, yeah, it's almost June, but it feels like, you know, we've had such a slow start to the year. It feels like it's practically like February for yes. whatever reason. Totally. I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, I think it's just across the board. Um, but as far as like, I love that you're able to like play and do some mm -hmm. new things, new designs. Um, but um, I feel like your, your, uh, your audience, your, what is your, your customers, I mm -hmm. guess um, your followers, I feel like they pretty much love everything that you do. They I mean, do. I saw, I'm being crazy. Yeah. I was 100%. like, I feel like anything you didn't, you wouldn't sell you could put up there and they would be like, yes, we will take it. We love you. Cause those Christmas trees and everything, they were just like, I started following you and I didn't quite realize how insane everything is. And I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I'll get one of those Christmas trees. And I went like a day later and I was like, oh, <laughs> no, you won't. no, I will not. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I try my best to warn people, but it, I think it takes a couple sales for people to be like, oh shit, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And you're right. And like, there's something about like Christmas where in my mind, I'm like, well, it's Christmas. People are going to spend money no matter what. Like I mean, we buy true. so much like stupid shit that we don't need because it's like Christmas. And so I feel very much like rainbow muggy about Christmas. Cause I'm like, fuck everybody's like, I don't have anything left over. You know, if I do like something really went wrong. So I'm trying to just like be in that space of like, just people like you, you know, like the, it's so funny. The pep talks I have to have where it's like, you're good. People like you. You can do like fun, exciting, hard things where it's like, what happened to you? Like that. And that's the space I'm like sitting in uncomfortably and hoping that I can like grow out of because I think something just happened and I'm like doubting every move that I make for whatever reason. How old are you? 30. Uh, oh my God. I'll be 33 <laughs> this year. Okay. All right. So I'm 33 yeah. now. I'm 34. I was yeah. just curious. Uh, I was just curious where you, where, where all your planets were. I'm like a very amateur astrologer, but mm. um, again, yeah, I 100% hear you. The reason that this podcast came to be was because I felt I was so like deeply in the groove of like work and parenting. And I was like, yeah. I need, I need something to reinvigorate me even if nobody fucking listens to this i need a creative outlet um that feels like i'm stimulating that part of my brain i feel like anybody who's in creative work when you suddenly have an idea and it excites you, you your fingers like start tingling mm -hmm. and you your like heart starts racing and you're like i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this thing and i've never mm -hmm. done it before and maybe i'll fail but maybe you feel really confident and it just feels 
Ugh, nothing yeah, makes me I, feel more alive. <laughs> I I think we'll get to this a little bit, but I started in January with this like new like planner that's a little bit different than planners I've used in the past, and it like allows you to do like memory keeping and like a little bit of art journaling, and it has like changed my year. Like not, I don't feel any more like put together in a like calendar way, but I am able to like play creatively in a way that I will not allow myself at work for whatever reason. And it has like changed the game for me. Like is helping me get out of this slump a hundred percent. It's crazy. Is this the thing that you want to uh, talk to me about? Is yes. Like, Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. I, I could like feel your energy change. I know. Well, and excited. it's also like, sitting near me. I can like feel it glowing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like you're giving me strong hints about your astrology right now, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to be so disappointed if you get it wrong because I am, uh, even though I'm in this like weird phase of like, who am I? What am I doing? I feel like I embody my sign but we'll get there 100 um, percent. okay no so pressure this is, this is my hobaniki planner it's a japanese planner she is beautiful she's gorgeous she has a little iridescent cover on her i love it um and it, it is like just a blank planner like it has spaces for you know every month every week and every day and when i first started seeing this being used last year like someone i followed you know they were like <clears throat> using it all the time and I was really interested and I love planners. Like I, I'm a paper person. I'm a list person. I can't like keep it all in my head anymore. Like it, you know, and I can use my phone and stuff, but there's like, if I write it down, I won't forget it. And so I'm seeing her use this planner and she's like making it all cute and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm too good for that. Like, I'm just, I'm a planner. I'm a serious business woman. <laughs> and like, I don't have time for little markers and stuff. And I got this, this thing in and like, November, you know, and because I, I needed to like figure out how to use it because I was extremely intimidated because there's nothing scarier than like a blank book, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it took me a second to figure it out, but oh my God, I'm like obsessed with this thing. So on the daily pages, I have truly started using it as like um, a record of like what I've been doing that day or like crazy journaling stuff. Wow. Like, I'll That's do like beautiful. Thanks. This literally, I was having like a bad day. And so I just like journaled what I was feeling. And then I know that I share these online, which that never stops me from like being um, <clears throat> like feelings heavy. Um, mm -hmm. But I just like drew over it. And that was like extremely satisfying. But there are some days where it's just like, here are some little pictures of some things that we did, like my girlfriend's yeah. mom's birthday. And then there's days where it's like, here's a portrait of Ramona Singer from Real Housewives because I spent all day watching Real Housewives. You know what I mean? Like, and it's been fun to like, just play again. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, it gives me like something to look forward to. Like on Saturdays, you know, I'm like in the morning, I've got my coffee, you know, I've got like whatever TV we have on and I am catching up on my planner and like filling in the days and it's just been really great and I you know being in retail for 15 fucking years like I'm always three months ahead at least so like mm -hmm. never if you ask me what the date was today I could not tell you mm -hmm. because I'm thinking right now about like prepping for Christmas mm -hmm. and it has like that has always really bothered me because I'll open my eyes and be like fuck the year is gone, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, it's June. Like, how did that happen? And having this practice, even though it's not necessarily daily, like it could be if I had it together a little bit more, I am like, I feel like I'm capturing my days better. And it's not just like flying past me because I, I truly feel like the last like five years have just disappeared. And I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't want to feel that way. So it's helping me like regain control of my days it feels like so it almost feels like um it's like a little bit of like reparenting yourself reconnecting with that inner child but also um it feels a bit like a like a meditative exercise like totally. it's really helping you stay present which i love that i love that i've always wanted to be a planner person but i have such a i have a hard time slowing yeah. down and i'm like i'll just fucking put it in my phone and then i can like totally. access it and whatever but um i think that's 
That's a great idea because I think we think of meditation, which I try to do, but I'm, uh, I don't do it very so frequently. It. Yeah. It's hard to just go like, okay, you're just going to fucking sit here and be quiet for right. 10 minutes. And like every time your train of thought goes somewhere, you have to try to rein it back in. But I think with something like that, it's a way that you can, yeah, like not necessarily quiet your mind, but slow it down and be more present. So yeah. I, I love that so much. Do you feel like as a child, um, were you like a very serious child or did you have a lot of like playfulness as a child? I was pretty playful until like my early teens. And then I had some like family drama that really closed me down. And mm -hmm. like, you know, I very much when I go home still like visit my parents, I feel like stuck around like age 13, 14, mm -hmm. like in a very you know, I, I can get like really shitty really fast and I, I hate it, but, um, you know, that's on trauma, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was left alone a lot and mm. I was creative, but you know, alone. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, you know, trust me, I'm like spending a lot of time in therapy talking mm. about like how resentful I feel that like I've had to do everything on my own, you know what I mean? And so I, this is a nice, I mean, you're right. It's like meditative. It's me processing. I can like be shitty in there and like, it's fine. I can just like leave it on the page and it not feel huge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a low stakes kind of soft place to land for totally. you. Yeah. yeah. That makes total sense to me. Um, oh my God. I just had a thought. Oh, I was going to ask you, are you an oldest child, only child? I have an older brother, so I'm the youngest kid, youngest daughter. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like the way you're talking, it's very like oldest child syndrome. He well, bit. he's eight years older than me, and uh, we come from the we come from the south, and so he mm -hmm. got married when he was 21. So okay. I, you know, we we weren't very close, you know, past me being like 15. You know, he was yeah. like married and out of the house. That okay, so. So a little you bit. <laughs> you weren't the oldest child, but effectively you were almost raised like you were yeah. around, especially around that age that mm -hmm. you were kind of left by yourself. And it's almost like what you're doing now with the planner, like the, you know, doing the art and everything that feels very of the like 13 year old, 14 year old, yes. like in your, in your like school planner person, making it your own. So funny. You're, you're so dead on like, right? that. I have never connected that. Like, we remember back in the day when like you had a crush on a boy and you were like making signs. It's like, for me, mine were like, Amy loves Jeremy, like over and over again. And you were like playing with lettering and you had yeah. like your markers and stuff. And I was obsessed. Like I love doing those. Those were the ones like my friends are like, make me one, make me a sign. And it's a hundred percent what I'm doing. I've never connected the dots. That's yeah. incredible. Well, yeah. I mean, you have a natural, like, like a visual arts gift. So it totally makes sense to me that that's something you were tapping into as a form of like therapy as a, like a young teenager, especially because we didn't have social media at that, like, you know, since we're about the same age, I feel like it was around that time that like, you know, we were all using aim and that's yeah. whatever, like Ugh, how so I bad. wish I could go back. Um, so bad. Oh, and then we had MySpace, but it was like so clunky and shitty. Yeah. And it's like, you were on it, but you like, weren't really like, on I it. I don't feel like we were sharing like art on MySpace. It was just no, like, no, no, there just wasn't really the case. There wasn't really the capability. I mean, I guess technically you could upload a picture of art, but nobody yeah. was doing that, yeah. I don't think, until, and then Instagram is when the game changed. But Instagram didn't really click for me until I was in my early 20s. So we had this whole childhood of like, okay, I have to entertain myself mm -hmm. and, you know, process my feelings through ways that don't involve like posting an Instagram story, which is like basically totally. what I do now. So. <laughs> yeah. And I like back then I would get just like fanatical about stuff. Like I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings and I was obsessed with the commentary on the special extended edition. So it was like literally just the actors like talking and I, the older I get, I realized like I loved their little community and I loved their love for each other. And like, they were family for each other. And that's like what I'm looking for now, like as an adult, like I just want a close group of people that I can trust and like have fun with and, mm -hmm. and rely on and, and vice versa. But yeah, it's, it's the, the inner child stuff, man, that never goes away. Like, and no. it's, it can feel like buzzwordy in a like Instagram therapist kind of way but it's just 
it's just so real. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's pr ever present for a reason um, yeah. because it's true. And I think if generations before before us had had a chance to reparent themselves, mm. we might be living in a much better world right now. Um, I imagine. I cannot like, I mean, my daughter is two and I'm like, what are, what is your generation going to do? Gen Z is already like embarrassing the shit out of millennials. They're really on top of it. I'm like, I, I mean, my daughter could like, listen back to this podcast and be like, Ugh, amateurs. They have I know, no right? idea. Yeah. I know. Just like so far ahead of so us. sophisticated at like 10 years old. And I know. Like, uh, who are we? I'm sad. Like, what if people don't like me? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. imposter syndrome is just absolutely I know. she's gonna be like oh we debunked that in um 2032 <laughs> right <laughs> it no longer exists no one has imposter syndrome we all feel great all the time or you know actually what's really advanced is i don't feel great today and i'm going to acknowledge that and everyone will respect it and we'll oh, all have God. perfect work-life balance probably right. is actually the real thing so um so are these planners like ones that you can get year round? Or are they super special? Yeah, they do like, um, like the Japanese culture has just figured out planners in general. Like they just, they're so good at it. They do a like January release. They do an April release and they may do a July release. Cause that's like end of the school, like calendar year mm -hmm. um, or academic, I guess I should say calendar year. So it's not too late, probably, but a lot of people will like purchase them kind of on sale since, you know, the January ones are like obsolete a little bit at this moment, but and they'll like back journal a little bit or they'll use their pages for like list making and like just fun, like, hmm. you know, cute little stuff. Um, the culture around these journals, they're called Hobonichi, H-O-B-O-N-I-C-H-I. Like I just love spending time on Instagram, like seeing how people use it because it's also different. It's very like bullet journaly. If you ever got into that, like mm -hmm. a few years ago, it didn't work for me. It was like too intimidating to like build out all of your, um, like the way your pages look and stuff. But anyway, I'm off on a tangent. Yes, you can still purchase them. You can get them from like Amazon or Jet Pins or something like that. Is there like a? It sounds like, but is there like a? community subculture surrounding these journals absolutely yeah. oh god i live for a niche subculture oh i love same. it <laughs> same. and it's like it's so inspiring and like the the deep dive i did on youtube before i even like opened this planner was severe because like i said i was like intimidated by it and i have like a, a little bit of perfectionism happening and I was like, I can't get it wrong. Like I, I am the type of person that's like, oh, I messed up this page in my notebook. Like, let me start the list over. Or like the other day, my girlfriend, Elaine, like added something to the grocery list in a different pen. And I was like, I can't handle this. And We're not even <laughs> at this point yet. I'm like, you're a fucking Virgo. You have to be a Virgo. You you're going to be. laugh so hard. <laughs> um, I'm not answering that yet. And um yeah, I but like it has taught me to like you can't throw away this book every time you don't like what you did in it. You know what I mean? Like it's a sixty dollar fucking planner. Like you can't get a new one, babe. So it's been it's been fun. I I like it. But yeah, there's tons of like content out on YouTube and like Instagram of how people use these, and I'm just obsessed. Like it's very ASMR for me. Like just to sit back and be like, cool. I'm gonna watch you work in your planner. Hell yeah! No, I can totally get behind that. Um. I feel like you're inspiring me, my little Jim and Gemini Mercury that's always like getting into little things. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to buy one of these and I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. I've, I have tried so hard to be a planner person. Like last year, I spent a lot of money on like a special edition Philofax that's totally. like a blue, like leather bound that I could put new pages in every uh -huh. year. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm sure. And I can count on like two hands the number of times that I've actually used it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I know that this podcast is not like a visual medium, but you will post a picture. I am obsessed <laughs> with is like, do you see how thick <sighs> and chunky it is? Damn, that is like, sexy. And it's like heavy. It's got weight. It's, I'm just, I can't even begin to, like, we went to New York and I'm like, I have stuff like taped in here or glued in here and like pictures and stuff. It's just, I, I love it. You need one. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like literally going to end this and just go buy one right now. <laughs> um, it's so funny because for work, I just bought this, like, just, it's like a 
blush like leather planner and I got some mm. erasable pens to yeah. like organize employee like requests off because it was kind of messy. And I, I know it's sitting at work. It's just arrived and I like can't wait to like create the key mm-hmm. so that I can be like purple is like paid day off. Blue uh-huh. is unpaid. Green is a switch day. And like I was looking, That's I actually, incredible. you inspired me. I was looking at stickers. I was like, I wonder if there's like employer stickers that I can put on. Stuff there like that. absolutely is. Like, I just need to look at Etsy or yeah, something. Yeah, you have to go to Etsy. I will tell you, one thing that I learned is that erasable pens, like the way they work is heat, right? So mm-hmm. don't accidentally leave this work planner like in your car, even for like a minute over the summer because everything will disappear. Oh my God. Very good tip. Isn't um, that crazy? That is bananas, but makes sense. No, I mean, I was planning on leaving it by the computer yeah. at work, so it should yeah. be fine. But that, wow. I wonder if there are stories out there of people who have just like lost very important shit because they <laughs> left their planner in the car. Yep. I've been seeing a lot of like, now that summer's coming in, like a lot of TikTok and reels of of girls like like getting out of their car and being like walking into the grocery store with my planner because it's summer and I don't want to lose everything because of my erasable pins. And it's like, damn, I never would have thought about that. No, would never have occurred to me. Wow. Um, well, you've officially influenced me. You're obviously very, very good at it. Um, <laughs> they should be giving you a cut of the sales. They for... truly should. They <laughs> absolutely should. Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. Um, that being said, I cannot wait anymore. I absolutely have to talk about your astrology. Okay. It's time. You have to be a Virgo. Tell me you are a Virgo son. Do you want to? Okay. You're, so this is your official guess. Okay, now I'm now I'm not confident. Now I'm not confident that you're a Virgo. But I just feel, I mean, the like, so my business partner is a Virgo. So that like kind of workhorse energy, the perfectionism, the wanting things to be organized. But it could be your moon. It could be your moon. Because that, I mean, ooh, that is so tricky. That is so tricky. I, I feel like I very rarely meet a Virgo who doesn't present like their sun sign as Virgo. Mm. Like usually a Virgo moon it's a little more, sorry, it's a little more subbtle. Uh, listen, I'm a, I'm a huge tease, so I'm not giving you anything until you're ready. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm working this out. Um, I feel like rising sign-wise, you're something that is very, like, uh, like, I mean, obviously, like, you have cute hair, you have cool glasses, you're tattooed, like, you've got your nails done. So I feel like you have to be something that really thrives on looks. So I would say, like, a Leo. A Leo rising, and I could see that you're very spunky. Um, I could also see you as a fire sign. I could see you being like an Aries rising or a Sagittarius mm-hmm. rising. And then I, there has to be Virgo in there. The only exception would be if maybe you have Capricorn, but you give me Virgo way more than Capricorn. Okay, so, all right. So, showboaty rising sign, earth sign. And then I feel like you have a, a squishy sign. I feel like you've got a water moon. Um, so okay. All right. Here's my official guess. Okay. I am going to guess Virgo sun. I am going to guess. Ooh, I'm torn between Cancer and Pisces moon. I'm going to guess Pisces moon. And I'm going to guess Leo rising. I love everything about this. I am a Leo sun. A Virgo moon. Oh my and god! A Leo rising. Shit. Okay, I got but the I will tell right. you, I'm on the cusp. So my birthday is July 24th. So I'm on the cusp of Cancer and Leo, which I think I am like a very emotional person, mm-hmm. um, and I think that is for sure that energy. Okay, so you said Virgo moon, mm-hmm. Leo sun, and Leo rising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doubly. I knew there was Leo and Virgo in there. I yeah, and I will it. tell you, like on a anywhere else like I when we have these conversations especially when work is at play like I I present like doubtful lately because I am in this weird growy space but no I am like a Leo through and through I need all the attention like I I I any room I'm in I'm like okay well that person's in love with me that person's obsessed with me like that's how I have to move through the world like when I go to the gym, I'm like, oh, my gym boyfriend's here again. He doesn't know who I am. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, that's how I have to exist. Okay. All right. I mean, this makes sense. I really, maybe it's because we're having kind of an intimate conversation. So I'm seeing your Vir- Virgo a lot more. Yeah. Um, but normally I feel like, I don't know, like that you present a strong Virgo, but, you, <laughs> but, but you know what, honestly, like 
I am a cancer sun and I am a Taurus moon. And I feel like I present much more as a Taurus than I do as a cancer. So I think it depends on the person. I think some people, as they get older, they lean more into their moon sign Mm -hmm. and less into their, like as a child, I was extremely sensitive and got my feelings hurt easily. Um, And so I was like a giant whiny cancer baby. Um, And then I'm a Scorpio rising. And I've been told from a lot of people that I seem like a bitch from afar. So Mm -hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, all right, that's, I think that's just, a woman with confidence, but that's totally. Fine. And I yeah. and I think in these situations where, like, you know, I'm talking to someone that I respect and that I like, I feel like I need to tamp down the like extreme Leo parts of me because, again, I don't want to be like, oh, that girl's bitchy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, she's <laughs> like obsessed with herself. Like, calm down. Um, so yeah, I there is like definitely like just like how I suppress my accent when I'm doing stuff like this because I don't want to be like the countryest accent you've ever heard i feel like i'm tamping down like a little bit of my leo son i kind of feel like um well number one it makes sense now why you're in such a difficult position because you're used to being like very confident and kind of making moves um knowing you're going in the right direction totally. which i'm i'm very similar like i i really push through my life with gusto and i'm like i immediately know what i want to do And I immediately feel like it's right. And it's only now in this time of my life where I've had to look back and go like, if I hadn't pushed this, what might have come if I had sat in it a little bit longer, you know, and um, like with expanding my business, I'm like, you know, you just have to be patient. Stop trying to push things forward and just let the right thing come when you've like kind of shored up your foundation and you feel ready to move forward. Like, Mm -hmm. so that makes total sense to me. But on the other hand, I feel like, um, you know, it's not for me to say, but I don't think that you should ever suppress your Leo side <laughs> or your accent. <laughs> Southern accents are fucking adorable. They are objectively the, the cutest accent in the United States for sure. I mean, they, not, yeah, I agree there. I mean, Boston, come on. That's not yeah, even real. Forget about it. <laughs> Is that Boston? Is that New York? I don't <laughs> know. For me. I, don't I was going to say, they all sound the same to me. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I think that um, maybe by the end of this year, you can you can revisit some of this stuff and you'll feel through all of your collective daily meditations and everything um, that you've come to the other side. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I think like, I don't know, I turned 30 in the pandemic, which I think you did too. Like Right before. That. Okay, I turned 30, like, in the middle, like, things were crazy, like, I, it was bad, and I had such a hard time with that, and, like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was robbed of this, like, huge milestone, and Mm -hmm. I haven't, like, gotten it, I I haven't, like, gotten over that, do you know what I mean, and so I think, I think, uh, hopefully this year will be the last year where I'm, like, okay, calm down, like, 33 is my lucky number. So I, hopefully when that happens this year, I can like let go of this like whiny, like mm, everybody got a fun 30th. And I was like locked in a hotel room at the beach because I like forced my girlfriend to take me somewhere. Um, but yeah, anyway, yes, I'm hoping by the end of this year, I'm like, I have it a little bit more figured out. I think you should redo your 30th birthday. I totally agree. And I, I think I, you need to fucking blow it out and have I a know. huge th- like seriously i think that a lot of people should take the opportunity to go back and revisit those milestones they feel like they were robbed of you absolutely should yeah i had a huge birthday party in our tiny apartment last year and it was like so fun and i loved so much of it but then a big part of me is like well people don't want to do that every year like and it's like no they want to come to a party yeah why not that sounds great yeah i get i get like very insecure about stuff um occasionally Especially when it's like, you know, me asking for something that I want mm-hmm. anyway. But that's, I mean, that's for a different podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just being a woman, I think, yeah, you know, like for sure. Consistently. <clears throat> um, what sign is your girlfriend? Oh, my God. So she is a Pisces, like hardcore. But like, but what's funny is she is not your typical. I don't know that her moon and her rising, but she's not your typical like. I I need bubble baths and like I'm super sensitive. She is like head in the clouds kind of Pisces. Like, mm-hmm. um, can't really understand like how time moves through mm-hmm. the world. And mm-hmm. um, she's very in her head. Like she, I process everything out loud. I'm like 
if I have a feeling, you know it, and mm-hmm. she will not really say something until it's like extremely fleshed out. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if she's, I wonder if she's got some like, some air in her chart. She like, might. I'll, I'll have to look it up for you. Yeah, I was about to, I, I need to know. I'm like, is she, I could see her being like a Libra. Mm. Like Libra is very like, thoughtful balance they want everyone to get along they kind of are like trying to hedge their bets a little bit they're like okay what do i really it's hard for her to like maybe take a side and it takes a long time to process it that's my husband too like libras are everybody loves a libra but yeah they're they're very like cautious unlike uh somebody like a a leo um or a scorpio who's just like this is my opinion and how i feel about it right right now now. yeah yeah and i want this right now yeah yeah 100 zero page i literally before we got on this call i was doing a tarot spread um just about like work stuff and my tarot cards are not subtle at all they were basically Mm -hmm. like slow down be patient and you'll get what you want like there was no if you looked those cards up literally that's what they mean they're like slow the fuck down and be patient and i was like and it's like, okay, and how? Like, will this next card tell me how to do that? Because I yeah. do not know how. No, they're like, go get a journal and meditate, bitch. That's what you got to do. <laughs> story of my life. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on. This has been yeah. so fun. I can't thank wait you. to go buy a journal after this. I know. <laughs> I hope you like it. And if you don't, well. That's all right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> if it ends up collecting dust in the corner with all my other attempts. I mean, yeah, your daughter can use it as a sketchbook eventually later. There you there go. You know. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now she'll do it right now. So that's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, I hope you have a safe trip and a good rest Thank of your you. summer and Thank all that so fun much. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'll be in for some kind of work soon. I need, it's time for me. I've earned a facial. I think. Fuck yeah. But... <laughs> we'll do a 30th birthday facial. For yes. You. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank Thank you. you. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. So that was my interview with Amy Williams, ceramic artist, absolutely delightful human being. Um, I did that interview back in May, uh, trying to kind of get ahead of the game. And since then, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you will note that I have become absolutely obsessed with the Hobonichi planner that Amy talked about in our interview. Um, I have a calligraphy practice book. I have multiple brush pens, highlighters. I have stickers. Um, I have a like sticky photo printer. I can't tell you how absolutely therapeutic this tool has been for me. Um, I've kind of been told all my life that like I can't draw and like visual art is not really for me and it's something that I've really internalized my entire life and it's been really wonderful to just kind of like we were talking about in that interview reparent myself in that way and kind of um, undo all of that messaging that I received as a child so I'm like you know, I'm doing doodles and I change up the way my planner is every day. And, you know, it's not just things that I have to do, but it's also astrologically what is happening right now. Um, what tarot card have I pulled for the week? Um, it's cute things my daughter has said to me. It's stuff for this podcast. Um, but in between, it's um, whatever I want. You know, I've been watercolor painting. Um, I've been, you know, keeping track of different moods you know it's a good way to track your period without the government knowing about it you can hear me like flipping the pages a little bit in the background i'm just i I, truly i'm obsessed with it um i think that it has proved to be a really good meditative tool for somebody like me who has adhd and i have a very hard time just quieting my brain and sitting in silence it's something i'm still working on and I, i still want to do um but it doesn't come super easily to me and so this is great because I can kind of go inside my head. I can just let whatever art, you know, come out that needs to, um, and really get, get focused on things that I need to meditate on. Um, it's also a good way to like decompress or to process hard feelings. Also, it's been really helpful for my business. Um, you know, normally I'm a person who keeps things in my phone and I still do that, um, because I share a calendar with, my two life partners, my business partner and my husband. Um, 
but it's it's great because there's room for minute kind of details and little things in my planner. So a less is getting lost in the shuffle, which is kind of my mantra for 2023 is, you know, delegating and more effectively shoring up my systems and my support so that things don't get lost in the shuffle. I don't end up feeling guilty. Um, yeah. I mean, I know it's just a planner for God's sake, but it really has been such a huge lifeline for me. And who knows? I mean, I, Gemini Mercury, this could be a thing I'm obsessed with for a few months and then it goes away, but it doesn't feel like it. This feels like one of those things that's going to stick like sobriety, something that, you know, feels now vital to my existence because of how much better it makes it. So if you are at all interested in a planner, the Hobonichi, I think they come out with another one in July. I got the um, one that came out for April um, and just missed a month. It's in Japanese though. So full disclosure, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't care that the dates are the same, so I don't care. But if you're um, really wanting to um, benefit from the English version, I think one comes out in July and then obviously there's one in January. Um, this one is really big. It's got a monthly, a weekly, and a daily view. Um, there's also, you know, the week's Hobonichi, which is a smaller one. So that can be a good one to start with. But you can always go to Amy Yall's Instagram and she's got, I think, a whole thread on it. And shamelessly, she has inspired some of the ways that I've incorporated this planner into my life. Like even her style of illustration, I found very, very inspiring as someone who has never really focused on you know, drawing or visual art of any kind. So I can't thank her enough. This was um, a huge inspiration for me. Um, and hopefully it was for you too. So lighter than last episode, hopefully a little more inspirational. Um, yeah, love it. This is exactly what the podcast is supposed to be, talking to people um, and then, you know, feeling passionate about something because somebody else is passionate about it and it fits into your life. We're all just sharing things that feel wonderful and helpful and, you know, fill our cup. So that's it for me. I'll be back in July. Um, I can't tell you exactly when because things are very crazy right now and more will be revealed. Um, but I will be back in July with another interview and I can't wait to talk to you then. So take care and don't forget to fill your cup. Bye.